welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks tonight because you are the reason why we are here. We are here for fellowship. We are here to learn at your feet. We are here to be helped. We are here to be strengthened. And so, Father, we ask that these from which we are here this evening be made manifest in our lives in the name of Jesus. For the word says that unto you shall the gathering of your people be. As we gather unto you tonight, let your hand, your mighty hand be visible in our life tonight in the name of Jesus. Come, cause that your word will come to all to us expressly tonight in the name of Jesus. Have your way in this place, spirit of a living God. And let Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' most precious name we pray. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of us are excited to be in church this evening? Praise God. Hallelujah. I count it a privilege whenever I am opportune to stand up here to share the word of God. It's a rare privilege and I do not take it for granted. I want to appreciate again my father and the set man over this house, Pastor Joel Odebe for this opportunity, every member of the management team for this opportunity and every member of Kingsword here present and those listening online, I do not take this honor for granted. Hallelujah. It is my desire that as we study God's word tonight, light will be given unto us in the name of Jesus. Knowledge will be impacted to our spirit in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Okay, understanding and walking in the gift of the Spirit is our focus for this month as a church. And so far, we have talked about some few things that will help us to understand and empower us with the knowledge to walk in in the gift of the Spirit. Today, we will continue in that light. And I will trust God to talk about the gift of the Spirit, each one of them in depth, as much as I will have time to talk about. Praise God. So let's just read a couple of scriptures as we go further in this study. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8. Acts chapter 1 verse 8. If you're with your Bible... You can open to the book of Acts, chapter 1, verse 8. The Bible says in that passage of scripture, Jesus speaking to his disciples, he said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. He said, But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So the most important thing for which the Holy Spirit has to be given to us is so that we can be empowered. Praise God. So that we can be empowered. So that we can receive power. That is the essence of the Holy Spirit. Power is needed to live the Christian life. The God kind of life. Praise God. And in Luke chapter 24 verse 49 Jesus made a promise to his disciples. He said, Behold, I send you the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Still talking about the Holy Spirit. So everything there is to know about the, 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 spirit, the gift of the Holy Spirit and the gifts of the Holy Spirit is so that we can be empowered to live a victorious Christian life everything about it is so that we can walk in power we can demonstrate power we can have power we can be empowered praise god so he told them that was before his ascension 
He said, I will send the promise of my father upon you. But you have to do well to tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Praise God. It is my desire that in this season as we explore the gifts of the spirit, we shall be empowered in the name of Jesus. Our Christian walk and our Christian experience shall go to another level in the name of Jesus. Praise God. So let's look at another scripture where these gifts are really, really emphasized and talked about. First Corinthians chapter 12 and I'm going to read from verse 4. We read this scripture last time but we really, really didn't deal into each of these gifts in depth. We didn't. And then I'm trusting God that that's what we would do by the help of the Spirit of God tonight. So once again, let's just look at the scripture. First Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1 from verse 4. From verse 4, he said, Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. That is to say that as believers, the Holy Spirit is going to give us different gifts. We are going to have different gifts. But that doesn't mean that the source of the different gifts that we are going to have are different. It is one source, which is the Spirit of God. But he is going to give to us diversities of gifts. And verse 5 says, there are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. Verse 7 says, but the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kind of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. Verse 11 and the last says, But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Praise God. When we look at that scripture very closely, we discover that there are nine gifts that is being talked about. Nine different kinds of gifts that the scripture highlights in that passage of scripture and i for for me to be able to to teach on them i did something i was able to categorize those nine gifts into three groups those nine gifts into groups of three the first group i call the revelation gifts the revelation gift is the first three of those gifts and under revelation gift we have the gift of the word of wisdom we have the word of knowledge and we have discerning of spirits these three gifts put together are called revelation gifts why are they called revelation gifts they are gifts with which the mind of god is really is revealed they are gifts with which we can see into the mind of God and know what the plan of God is for our lives and for our season. Praise God. So the first group of gifts is the revelation gifts comprising wisdom, knowledge, and discernment. Praise God. Then the next group of gifts is the power gifts. The power gifts, under it we have the gift of miracles, we have the gift of healing, and we have the gift of faith. These are gifts. They are called power gifts because these are gifts that, are, that is displayed through power. These are gifts that can be expressed with power. Praise God. Like you know miracles. Miracles can, it cannot happen if there is no demonstration of power. Healing cannot be possible if there is no demonstration of power. And when we're talking about faith, we're talking about the ability to cause power to move things, to move mountains, to move strongholds, to move barriers. So they are called power gifts because they have to do with power. If power is not at work, the gifts of miracles, the gifts of healing and the gift of faith 
cannot be fully expressed and that's why I call them the power gifts. The last of the grouping is inspiration and speaking gifts. Some some study calls it inspiration while some other studies calls it speaking gifts. So under the group that we call speaking gifts, we have the gifts of prophecy, we have the gift of tongues, and we have the gift of the interpretation of tongues. Hallelujah. These are all the gifts of the Holy Spirit that we are focusing on in this season. And I want to say something very important. Why will God give us these gifts? Why is it important that we have the gift of the Holy Spirit? Because we cannot maximize the Christian life without first the gifts of the Spirit and then the gifts of the Holy Spirit. There are two different things. The first one is the gift of the Holy Spirit. That is receiving the Holy Spirit as a person first. And then the gifts. The second gift adds S to it. The gifts of the Spirit. So the Christian life, the God kind of life, cannot be fully maximized if the Holy Spirit is not involved. If the gifts of the Spirit are not deployed. Because this word has limitations. The life that can be obtainable in this world has limitation, has defects. But so that we cannot be stopped where those limits are, God will give us the Holy Spirit to enable us to surpass the limits, to enable us to stretch beyond the boundary where life, physical life limitations are eminent. Praise God. So that is the purpose of the gift. That is the essence of the gift of the spirit. So that our Christian life, the God kind of life, can be fully maximized. As children of God, God doesn't desire for us to be sick. Praise God. It is not the God kind of life. The God kind of life doesn't get sick. The life that can be sick the life that can be held bound by difficulties and challenges is not the kind is not the god kind of life but so long that we are in this world so long we are in this physical world those defects of the physical world will creep into our circumstance to cheat us of full expression of the life of god that is in us and that is why the gift of the Holy Spirit has been given to us to empower us. That when sickness surfaces, we have an advantage in the spirit that brings healing to bear. Praise God. When things are difficult with us, which is a system, which is part of the system of life in the physical. There is an advantage in the spirit that causes, that gives us miracles. Where we move past certain boundaries, we move past certain barriers, certain limitations cannot stop us. Praise God. That is the essence of the gift of the Spirit. It helps us to maximize the Christian life. The life that cannot be challenged. The life that cannot be sick. The life that cannot be head bound by any form of difficulty. The gift of the Spirit has been given to us like we saw in those scriptures that we read. Power is being given to us so that we can give full expression to the life of God on earth in spite of the defects, in spite of the, of the limitations that comes with this system. For when we do not have and walk in the light of this gift, we are limited. Like we saw it, miracles is one of the gifts. Imagine that there were no miracles. Imagine that there is nothing called healing. Then the little sicknesses that comes will knock us out. Praise God. But God made it possible for us to live beyond sickness. God made it possible for us to live even in spite of challenges and trials. Because he has given us the Holy Spirit to empower us. Sincerely, I tell you, some of the things that we face as challenges, they are things that are big enough to kill people, to crumble people. The challenges that we face, the circumstances that we face. But why is it that we do not die? Why is it that we do not pass out at those challenges? Because of the spirit of God that is in us, empowering us to live. Praise God. Like I heard something, some of us 
I wouldn't say we were victims of some form of investment. Praise God. Some people, some of us were, we were victims, I should say, of certain flop in some form of investment. And not just myself alone. So many people, I heard about people who died. Why? Because their investment went down. Praise God. That is a limitation of the system of this world. But none of us here died. It's not because the situation was not such that could take breath out of our nostrils. Those are the limitations that comes with this system. But thank God that we have the Holy Spirit. If the Holy Spirit didn't help some of us, we would have... <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> we, it was a very challenging time. It was a time where even to come to church, you, you struggle. <laughs> Praise God. It was a season that was filled with confusion and all what not. Praise God. But because of the spirit of God, some of the things that happened to other people didn't happen to us. For some of us who were like, ah, ah. But it, all, but it happened to everybody. So why should, so, what, why should it cause somebody to die? You know, because we didn't die. When that stuff happened, we think those that died, they just died like that. Maybe that thing was too easy to defeat them. It is not too easy. It is a very strong knock that can knock you out of life. So why are some of us still standing and still breathing? Because we have been empowered. Praise God. He said, but you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Praise God. I have to say this. When I narrated the ordeal of that stuff that happens to my family, they literally caged me. My sister didn't want me to take a step and leave his house. Every minute they were calling if I would pick my call. If I don't pick my call, my sister will start panicking. Because, <laughs> praise God, because of the fear that I, I may slum and die. Praise God. But I didn't die. And no one of us in this place died. Don't trivialize it. It is the Holy Spirit. You know, when the Holy Spirit does certain things, we expect that he will come and tell us that it was the Holy Spirit. Some of us thought that it was because we were able to console ourselves and we were able to do one, of, one, one, one thing or the other. That's why we were able to come out of it. These are workings of the Holy Spirit in our life. Because sincerely, at those times, we didn't know what to do. Some of us were confused. We were tired. We didn't know anything to do again. When you are being summoned here and there, and <laughs> people, people that are closely connected and related to you are being attacked. Come on, it was a troubling moment. It takes only the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So this power that we receive makes for possibilities where they are literally seem to be known. It makes for possibilities. For example, you walk on the road and then there is a mountain before you. Naturally, literally, there is no going forward because of that mountain. But God made it possible for us that in spite of whatever mountain is on our way, we can go through it. Because the road doesn't stop there simply because there is a mountain. For those that are still in the world, for those that are not children of God, that mountain signifies an end. But for us, there is a possibility in the spirit that we can go through it. Praise God. And I pray that the Lord will empower us tonight in the name of Jesus. When health fails, when health fails, the only option that the world has is medical science. Am I correct? That is the only option that the world has is medical science. But God made it possible for us that when health fails, our only option is not medical science. We have an option in God that can bring us healing beyond what medical science can provide. Praise God. It brings us miracles beyond what, the, beyond what the world can understand. So for the world, when there is sickness, when health fails, the doctor is their, their, their only resource. That is their only option. If the doctor, the medical science cannot provide any sort of solution, their life ends there. Praise God. That's why as children of God, we find ourselves in any situation, in any circumstance where medical science is telling us no. We shouldn't weep 
Why? Because we have another option in the Holy Spirit. We have another option in God where our life can be restored, where our health can be restored. Praise God. We see in Mark chapter 5, verse 25 to 29, I'm just talking about how the Holy Spirit really helps us. You know, when some, some, some seeming circumstances is supposed to stop us, the Holy Spirit helps us. You look at Mark 25, uh, Mark chapter 5 from verse 25 is the story of the woman with the issue of blood. When you read that scripture, the Bible says that even this woman have suffered so many things from so many physicians. That means doctors could not help. For 12 years, she has been bleeding. But at an encounter with Jesus, that which literally she was to cry for because doctors could not help, that came to an end. So there is a possibility in the spirit that whatever it is that we are facing, God can help us to overcome it. Praise God. When there are diagnoses of businesses and economics possibly failing and plunging into a recession, the world looked to some Harvard Business School theories for a way out. When a business is not doing well, for weeks, for months, there are no sales. Companies begin to sit down and want to compare one theory with another. What is it that we are not doing? We need to consult Harvard Business School. We need to consult some consultants who will tell us what to do. What about when those people will fail? Who do we look up to? We saw in Genesis 41, 38... How beyond the advice of the Harvard Business School of the day, there was no solution found for Egypt. Recession was at the door. But we saw what God, the Spirit of God did. Pharaoh said, can we find such a one as this? Talking about Joseph, in whom is the Spirit of God. So when the systems of this world fails, there is a possibility in the Spirit that can chart us a way out. Praise God. That is the essence of the gift of the Spirit. Praise God. That is the essence of the gift of the Spirit. We saw Jesus walk so much in the power of the Spirit. Everything Jesus did, he did them in the power of the Spirit. If the Spirit of God was not in him, there, was, there is no way he was going to walk in the miraculous. We know the story. From his conception to baptism, the spirit of God was fully active in the life of Jesus. The Bible says how God anointed Jesus with power that he went about doing good. So the ministry of Jesus, all the miracles, all the signs, everything he did was made possible because of the Holy Spirit that was inside of him. We also saw the same thing in the life of, the, of his disciples, of the apostles. How they, they, they wrought wonders, how there were miracles, healing, signs and wonder everywhere because they were empowered. So as the church of Jesus Christ of this age and of this generation, we need the spirit of God to be able to chat a way out where there seems to be known. Praise God. So I said here that God knows that this world has default characteristics characteristics that wouldn't allow for expressions beyond certain limits so stretching into the supernatural it must we must be provided an advantage which is the spirit of god and the gifts of the spirit we saw in judges 14 how one man samson killed three thousand men one person even chakin chan cannot try it Praise God. <laughs> One person killed. Do you know what is 3,000? You know, sometimes because of how the currency of Nigeria has so fallen, when we hear 3,000, we think it's a very small number because it, that money cannot buy anything in the market. Count 3,000. Sometimes I feel, is th was this real or it's just a story in the Bible? 3,000 men. With what kind of power? 3,000. Can't try to count one, two, three, four, five, up, up to a thousand men was, was, were killed by one person. The Bible says, and the spirit of the Lord was upon Samson. And he went to the country of Ascalon and killed 3,000 men. Praise God. Those are the possibilities of the spirit. Hallelujah. Those are the possibilities that we have in the Holy Spirit. Praise God. So I'm going to dive straight into the revelation gifts. If I will have time, I would talk about the inspiration gifts. But for now, 
let's look at the revelation gifts. Praise God. Like I said, the revelation gifts are how many? What and what are they? Are we in church this evening? Are we sure? Praise God. So, the first category of gifts of the Spirit is what I call the revelation gifts. The revelation gifts. And they are word of wisdom, word of knowledge, and discerning of spirits. God will want to reveal certain knowledge to us. God will want to reveal certain wisdom to us. Though we live in this physical world, there are interplay of spiritual activities and God wants us to be knowledgeable about them. God wants us to be able to discern them. Otherwise, they would take undue advantage of us. Otherwise, our Christian life cannot be fully maximized. God wants us to understand what is happening in the spirit, those we are in, though we are in, the physic, in, in, in the physical world. Praise God. Dr. K said something in course of the... Of, of the of the training of the summit he said that we don't have a spirit it sounded so fresh in my ear like i've never heard something like that before we've heard everything talking about a, a man being trapped having a spirit soul and body but i've never heard it in that light before and it sounded in my ears it was resounded in my ear you know we used to say that man have a spirit and a soul and a body Sometimes we, we, we confuse it. But Dr. K emphasized during that meeting. He said, we do not have a spirit. We are a spirit. So if we are a spirit, we are spirit, then God will have us have the ability to pick signals in the spirit. God will have us have the ability to relate with other spirits, to discern the presence of other spirits since we are spirits why we, why are we going to be humans and then we cannot see other humans we can't relate with other humans so if we are spirits god makes provision in the holy spirit that we will have the gifts of the discernment of spirits so that we can discern other spirits so we can recognize and know other spirits praise god so the first group of gifts like I said, is what I call the revelation gift. Because God will want to reveal his mind to us. God will want to reveal hidden things to us. And so when he's giving us the Holy Spirit, it is also that we may come into the knowledge of God. Praise God. Via the Holy Spirit. We may know certain things. Particularly things that we need at the very instant when all hope seems to be lost. Like we don't know what to do at this point. We know the Bible. We can read the Bible from Genesis down to Revelation. We preach. But there are times challenges will come. And it is not those knowledge that you have gathered that will save you. The Holy Spirit will just speak to your heart a specific instruction. Tell you to do a specific thing. And that makes a way out for you. Praise God. So the first of the gifts of Revelation or Revelation gift is word of wisdom praise god word of wisdom and i said that this is a supernatural counsel that is given by the spirit of god it is a counsel that is given by the spirit of god usually to the leader of the church is this word of wisdom given and what is the what is the essence of it why to solve a problem that people are going through or that people are going to go through. Praise God. Now wisdom, the word of wisdom is different from being wise. You can be a wise person. That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about the wisdom of knowing what to do. And knowing how to do. This wisdom is the counsel that the Holy Spirit gives per time. In a particular situation. He tells you what to do. And you do it and you get results. Praise God. I said it is directive in nature. The spirit of God, you know, the Bible says something that when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide us into all truth. So one of the ways in which the Holy Spirit guides us into all truth is through the words of wisdom. He gives us counsel, specific instruction, specific instruction, and shows us what to do. Praise God. Like you see somebody who is a medical doctor 
Somebody said this one one doctor I know, but he is late now. I think the Ikekas, the Ikeka, one of them was the medical doctor, the first son. So he said something. I think he died because he had a health problem. He said something that even doctors get sick. They fall sick. And the same way a patient who is sick is crying in the hospital, that's also doctors also cry. And he discovered that even doctors that help people, when they fall sick, sometimes they are helpless. They cannot help themselves. So you can be a wise person, but there are certain situations that you will encounter that no one of your wisdom will work. No one of your wisdom will work. So when we say word of wisdom, it is different from being wise. No one of us is foolish here. Every one of us, we are wise. But when we talk about the gift of the word of wisdom, we're talking about that counsel, that specific counsel that the Spirit of God releases to you at a very time, important time. That time that you need it most. Like that medical doctor falls sick. And then he knows that he is sick. And that he's a medical doctor. And physician, you cannot treat yourself. And you start crying and you start shivering. You'll be expecting that the situation will know you and recognize you that you're a medical doctor. And because of that, he shouldn't hold you. But when the situation, <laughs> praise God, when it surfaces, that's when you will know that sickness has no respect for medical doctor. There are challenges that will defile your wisdom. Certain situations will arise that your wisdom and all that you know cannot be able to fix it. It is only the wisdom that the Spirit of God releases at that particular instance that can bring you out. And that is what I call the world of wisdom. That's what the Bible calls the world of wisdom. Praise God. Specific counsel. Specific counsel. Praise God. And it is only given, like I said, by the Spirit of God. Now, I, I, I will talk about this. I will try to balance it because word of knowledge and word of wisdom, they are similar, but they are not the same. So I, I put down some scriptures that I will use to, to, to strike a balance so that we know what is word of knowledge and how it is different from word of wisdom. Praise God. So we go straight to word of knowledge. Word of knowledge. What is word of knowledge? I said this is a supernatural ability of the spirit of God to know precisely the circumstances, the secrets of some other person, thereby encouraging the faith of the believers. Praise God. Praise God. That is what is called word of knowledge. The ability to know what a brother in church is going through, what a sister in church is, is going through, and then telling it to them that this is what the Lord is showing me. This is the situation you are passing through. And when you tell somebody the situation he is passing through, something that is a secret to him or her, and you open up to them and you say, God is showing me this. Do you know that the faith of that person comes alive? When that person admits that you are talking about me, there is a way that strengthens the faith of the church. That also God can actually reveal the situation, the circumstance, what is going on with another person to another different person that you didn't speak to the person. Praise God. And that is what we see in so many churches today that people even mistaken for prophecy. So people mistake the word of knowledge for prophecy. Even some pastors do so. They are share walking in the knowledge, in the word of knowledge gifts. But they will call it prophecy. You say, can I prophesy? Can I, can I prophesy? Can I prophesy? They are not prophesying. They are only giving a word of knowledge that this is the situation with you. You have this sickness in your body. That is not prophecy. That is word of knowledge. Like if time permits, we'll talk about what prophecy is. So a lot of persons have built church around it, built ministry around it, simply because God gave them a gift that is supposed to be, like we, 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 we talked about last week, is for the edification of the body. It's to build the body of Christ. Not because you have a gift, like I was saying last week, because your hand is the one putting food in the mouth. The hand now feels that it is so important that he is capable of independent existence. So no, gifts are not given to the body of Christ so that you can discover your ministry. 
You don't build ministry around gifts. You build ministry around the word of God. That revelation of God's word that you have. So when we're talking about the spirit, the gift of the spirit, it's not so that you will discover yours and go and open your ministry somewhere and begin to tell people, can I prophesy? Somebody say, prophet, prophesy. And you are not prophesying. What you're rather doing, you are giving a word of knowledge. So word of knowledge is the ability that God gives to you to know what is happening in the life of somebody. And when you mention the person's case, the person comes forward. You may not mention the person's case from here. Like I've done so some few persons. I wouldn't come here and mention your case. I wouldn't do that. Because in the game of power, 48 laws of power, you understand? You don't do certain things. Praise God. Ministerial ethics. So I go to some people quietly and I'm just telling them, this is, this is what I feel. Can we pray? I've even booked a time for somebody who come to church and pray in this church in the midnight and we stay together and pray and we do certain things. Praise God. So God wouldn't give us those gifts so that as he walks in your life, you say, oh boy, where is the next land? <laughs> I think the Lord is speaking. We need to open ministry. <laughs> Praise God. It's for the edification of the body. It's for the edification of the body. Is to strengthen the faith of God's people. That is the reason why you are given that gift. So, word of knowledge is a supernatural ability that God gives to us to know what is going on in other people's life that you don't even need to tell them. I mean, they don't need to tell you that this is the situation they are going through. Just by word of knowledge, you can pick it that this is what is happening to this person. And we need this very particular gift a lot. Because there are people who are passing through a lot, but they come to church and they will not talk. They will not talk because church is not designed in a way where people come and begin to tell you what their problem is. Praise God. So a lot of people will sit down quietly, but they are going through a lot. How can we grow if people are going through things? And then nobody knows about it because there is no such system where people will come about every just like the way we give testimony. Imagine that it was part of the church service that just the same way we say testimony time, there is also a time where we say problem time, come out and tell us your problem. <laughs> Praise God. <laughs> there is no such thing. Now because there is no such thing, a lot is going on in people's life and we have no idea. It is not supposed to be. As the church of Jesus Christ, we are supposed to walk in a full expression of these gifts so that we can know these things because God wants to reveal them. The reason God wants to reveal anything is because he wants to meet it. Praise God. The reason God wants to reveal it is because he wants to solve it. And God is a respecter of principles. God has set principles for himself that he will not break. Praise God. He has set principles for himself that he will not break. There are a lot of things we see in the scripture and you will expect that God should step in and do this and do that. But God wouldn't do it. He would send somebody. Like when Paul was converted. When Paul was converted, it was necessary that somebody will pray for him to receive his sight. You know, in the, in, in the wake of the conversion, of the encounter, he went blind. And it was God that converted Paul. Nobody preached to him. It was God, it was Jesus that confronted him and got him converted. And his eyes became blind. Why didn't God remove the blindness? God sent him to Ananias. Because God has put him in the power of man to do certain things. And those things that he has given man the authority to do, he wouldn't do it. He would not do it. The only thing he can do, he can reveal it. That's why we call this gift revelation gifts. He can reveal it to somebody. That was how the conversion of Paul was revealed to Ananias on his own. That Paul, he should go and meet Paul. Ananias was even questioning God and said, That person that kills people, if he gives and if he notices that you are connected with Christ, he will give an order and your life is finished. And you're asking me to go and meet him. God communicated to Ananias what has happened to Paul. That the Paul you used to know is a different Paul now. He, he has encountered me but then he's in a particular state where I will not break ranks I won't break protocol go and meet him and minister to him 
and it was when Ananias got there, Ananias prayed for him. The Bible says that the scale fell off his eyes and he saw. Why didn't God do it? There are things God wouldn't do. He will show it to us so that he can do it through us. Praise God. There are times I will have dreams. I will dream and see people die in my dream. I have prayed for forgiveness and I believe God has forgiven me. Because some of these things were due to ignorance also on my part. I will have a dream where somebody dies. And it won't, take a, it won't take a long time. I will even forget about the dream. After a while, I will hear that, you know that somebody like this is late. That is when that dream now flashes in my mind. And I will be troubled. Like I actually saw this thing. I thought it was just a dream. It has happened many times. And I believe it is the same with some of us. It is same with people in church. God shows us certain things. Let's, just, let's not take certain things like it's just a dream. It's not just a dream. God is showing you because many situ- instances of the, where the word of knowledge is revealed, it is through revelation. It is through a vision. If you start the Bible very well, most of the places, even when Cornelius was, was told to send for Peter, that was word of knowledge. Word of knowledge came. But how did it come? So it's not every time word of knowledge will come to you like you're just sitting and you just hear the spirit of God echo something in your ear. It can come to you via vision, via dreams. Do something about it because God has seen that there is a plot from the pit of hell to kill somebody, to have somebody killed. And so he trusts you that if you can raise your voice, that thing will be averted. And he shows it to you. So you can't be so irresponsible not to stand and pray for that person. Because it is your prayer that will save that person. So God has just revealed it to you. So you may say, I don't have the gift of word of knowledge. But you are the type that sees vision. Or you have dreams. And that thing you dream about happens. That is word of knowledge. What more do you expect? Praise God. So I will begin to feel bad. That I actually saw something like this some months ago in a dream. And I didn't say anything about it. And I'll be so worried. I'll begin to complain to people and they'll tell me that whenever you see something like this in a dream, pray about it. That why God showed that thing to you in the dream is because he will honor what you will say. Because if you say, God, why did you show me this thing? I was just on my own. You know, there are certain dreams that come to us just because of maybe what we have been thinking about all day. You have been busy thinking about this thing, doing a particular thing. It is very likely that when you go to bed, you will see some of those things play out in your dream. But when it has to do with somebody somewhere that you don't even have a serious connection with, being killed in your dream, you wake up and you're like, God, why? Why did you show me that kind of thing? This is not just one of those dreams. The Bible says that dream cometh through multitude of business. This one is not the dream that cometh through multitude of business. Why did you show me this? If there is a plot, against this person's life, then you have showed it to me because whatever I say, you will be honored. If you will not honor what I will say, you would not have shown me this evil dream about this person. Therefore, I intercede for this person. I pray that you will not die. So why will God want us to have the gifts of these gifts of the Spirit? So that there are situations he can save. So let us not trivialize it. Let us not look down on it. Let us not, you know, Make it look like something that we don't need. You may not need it, but the church needs it. And that's why we need to desire to walk in this gift of the Spirit. Praise God. So, the word of knowledge, I said it is knowing what God is currently doing or intend to do in the life of another person. Your ability to know it. Your ability to know it is very important to the body of Christ. Our ability as a church to walk in this gift is very important. Because when God shows you what is happening to people, it means that if you pray for them, they will have results. So if we have a church where we don't have word of knowledge, it will affect our growth. Because people's faith will not be strengthened. There is nothing to strengthen their faith. Imagine somebody comes to give testimony and say that I have this situation and it was revealed by word of knowledge to this brother and we prayed about it and this and that happened. It will strengthen the faith of people much more than whatever sermon you want to preach. Praise God. So we need 
the word of knowledge. In, in, in Acts chapter 5, we saw how Sapphira and Ananias sold a piece of land. And for them, they thought that nobody knew about it. But we saw how through word of knowledge, the spirit of God revealed it to Peter. That these people are claiming that they actually sold all the, they actually brought all of the money that they sold for the land. They thought nobody would know because somebody in, 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 in chapter 4 sold his land and brought all of the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. And probably he was thinking that, why is everybody jumping up and celebrating this man that, that because he said he brought all of his money? What if that was not true? So simply because he told the church that this money that he brought is the money that he sold for all the land. They just believed him and gave him this kind of celebration. Do they even know whether he's even lying? Okay, I will try it. And that's what he did. He went and sold his land. But the Bible says he kept part of the money because he has assumed that nobody will ever know. But by word of knowledge, Peter knew that he lied. Peter knew. Peter even told him that do you know you allow the devil to fill your heart and you lied to the Holy Spirit. And there while Peter was still speaking, he fell down and died. We know the story. So that is another instance in the scripture in the Bible where the word of knowledge is being revealed. Praise God. Now I said something. I said word of wisdom and knowledge, they walk side by side. They are similar. In word of wisdom, God is telling you specifically what you need to do. He's giving you a counsel. He's giving you an instruction. He's giving you direction on what to do, how to go about something. But in word of knowledge, God is revealing to you the situation of another person. God is revealing to you the situation about an organization. God is revealing to you what will have to be the way out for the body of Christ, for the church. So they look similar, but they are not the same. Praise God. They look similar, but they are not the same. So I have some scriptures here that will help us to understand which part is word of wisdom and which part is word of knowledge. In most, in most instances in the scripture, the word of knowledge comes first because it reveals what is going to happen. Then word of wisdom will reveal what you need to do about that situation so that you can have the desired result. Like I was saying, there are so many of those people who because they operate in word of knowledge, they deceive people and call themselves prophet, but then they are not able to solve your problem. So where you have only word of knowledge, there will be no solution. They will hail you as a one, demon destroyer and everything, but no solution. You will actually see it. You will see it, but because God will reveal it to you. But it is through words of wisdom that you can correctly tell people what is the mind of God, what they need to do to have results. Praise God. So in Genesis 41, from verse 1 to 36, is the story of how Joseph gave a word of knowledge to interpret the dream of Pharaoh. And he didn't stop there. He did not only tell Pharaoh that this is what that dream that you dreamt means. This is not what only what it means. He went ahead to tell him, give him an advice of what they need to do for that situation not to be. He went ahead to tell them what they need to do. So by word of knowledge, Joseph knew and interpreted the dream of Pharaoh and by word of wisdom, he gave direction of how to prepare how to prepare for the famine praise god so luke chapter 10, chapter 19 29 to 34 is another one Acts chapter 9 10 to 19 is another one genesis 6 is another one where god revealed to noah how he's going to destroy the world and by word of wisdom he was able to prepare by building an ark praise god the last of it is designing of spirit and I've already talked about it. That God will give us the ability to design spirits. God will give us the ability to design the presence of spirits. Because though we are in this physical world, there are a lot of things that we do not see. That even enters into people. So even when we relate with people, we should be able to understand what spirit is operating them. That's where if missed it in Genesis. 
If you read Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, you will see that the Bible, when it's talking about, can we have Genesis chapter 3 verse 1? When the Bible was talking about the serpents, I used to think that in English language, anything that is an animal, can we have Genesis 3? Eve was not able to discern that this wasn't a serpent. That there was a spirit inside this serpent. So, we need the spirit of discernment to discern spirits. So, even as we are relating with people, we have to have the gifts of discernment of spirit. So that we can know what spirits. Spirit of disobedience can work in certain people. Demonic spirits. You see certain people complaining about giving one reason or the other why they are not committed in church. Because this person offended them. Because this person said that this church they don't need to help. Some of us, we see some of those things and we see that it's just lack of commitment. Some of those things are demonic spirits. I used to say it and some of us, we laughed when I said that why that brother is doing acting like that is because he is demon. Jesus told Peter. So let us not think that people that come to church cannot be demonized. Jesus told Peter, he said, get behind me, Satan. He said, for the devil have decided to sift you like wheat. You are possessed. So we must be able to discern what spirits is in people and operating in people by time because it will help us the way we relate with them. When you know that what is making this brother act like this is because a spirit, another spirit has taken control. You will, you will not waste your energy trying to quarrel. You, some, certain things doesn't, 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 they don't want your trouble. You just know that it is a demon that is using this person like this. Some people will say certain things to offend you and you want to quarrel. But if you have the gift of discernment of spirit, you will know that this is not what your trouble because he is being used. Praise God. Hallelujah. So in our next study, we talk about the inspiration gift and the speaking gift. So shall we just rise on our feet? The prayer we will pray tonight is just to ask that the Spirit of God will help us as a church. Pray for this church that the gifts of the Spirit will become our experience in this place. Pray for every son and daughter of King's Word Portacot that we will walk in the expression of the gifts of the Spirit. As a church, it will go a long way to build and strengthen our faith when we walk in the gifts of the Spirit. So lift up your voice and pray over this house, over this ministry. Spirit of the living God, grant us gifts, grant us gifts, grant us gifts. For the sake of the gospel. For the sake of your walk in this place. For the sake of the faith of men. That needs to be strengthened. That needs to be built. Grant us gifts. Grant us gifts. Grant us gifts. Grant us gifts. Go ahead and pray that prayer for the church. By Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries. Visit us at kingsword.org. For information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message. And remember. Where the word of a king is, there's power.